Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. My name's Diana, and I'm your wife and GM. And my name is Zach, and I am your player and husband. I got weird. I'm sorry. How are you, my darling? Nervous. (laughs) I don't know why. I, I did just fine last time. So today we are playing the second part of... Mechs Into the Plowshares. By Frisco Cruz. had a lot of fun with this last week, I think. Well, a lot of fun. Fun is subjective. You had a lot of fun with this last week. I could tell you were talking about mechs. You were into it. I was into it. It was also, it's kind of, it's going kind of sad. Yeah. It's getting kind of sad. Yeah. Which is why, what I meant when I said, you know. Fun is subjective. Fun is subjective. Because yeah. uh, it this, so, you know, war isn't fun. No. No, I wouldn't <laughs> say that war is fun. Trauma isn't fun. No. But it is uh I'm in I'm enjoying this a lot. So I'm excited to get back into it. Awesome. And rejoin Mihai and Kumatun as they as they try to stick together and make it through this season. After several long years of war on the border, you have earned the right to buy your mech from the military. Use it to eke out a solitary life doing manual labor on your farm to pay back the loan before your machine is repossessed. All the while, the enemy from across the border looms, threatening to strike at any moment. Will the enemy attack? Will you be able to defend yourself? How much safety are you willing to sacrifice to make it in your new life? We are now beginning week five. And I changed my die because I didn't like the way the other one was rolling. So I've gotten a different D10 in hopes that that will, that this D10 will see Kuma and I safely through. We all know that die are cursed for some games and you just can't use specific Mm -hmm. ones for other games. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. The bad weather has come and gone. Your fields welcome you and your machine. Roll. God damn it. (laughs) So at the end of last week, Kuma had been shaking off all of the supplies that I was putting on Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. and just dropping stuff, ruining seed, destroying machinery. Um, This quirk that was my favorite quirk totally ruined our payments that week. And so I thought that I would give one more week to see if... I could get Kuma to stop, and I can't. Another week has passed, and Kuma has destroyed more equipment by shaking it off. The earth is yielding and loomy. Your machine works through it easily. It feels good to spend time working. Still, there are setbacks. Describe a specific instance in which this got in the way. So the the soil is soft, and it is ripe for tilling i had a kuma hooked up to this um basically just a massive till with all like the the star like soil grinders do Mm -hmm. you know what i i do not know what that's actually called but i know what you're talking about and was just pulling through the dirt and like just tearing it up and we were going 
and just out of nowhere, Kuma went to jettison spent ammunition and the rod that was like connecting the um the till to kuma bent really badly and just trashed it Mm -hmm. and we couldn't till for until i got that huge like industrial sized pole replaced one day you finish early and are doing maintenance on your machine the phone rings when you answer it a familiar voice is on the other side. It's the person you've saved. What is your relationship like? Fender and I have a pretty good relationship. I saved Fender when they were a foot soldier um, or an infantryman uh, during a, a pretty bad battle. Uh, Kuma and I were able to run and uh, provide uh, cover for Fender and his squad. And our relationship is it's good. But we never talk about anything. It's not that we never talk about anything about substance. It's ne- We never talk about anything of substance regarding the war. Mm-hmm. We specifically never talk about the war um, unless we are talking about something, somebody, something stupid somebody did at camp or um, in the mess hall or uh, how much we hate the higher-ups, basically. So our conversations are... It's not that our conversations are fake. It's just that our conversations are always deliberately focused. They would like to see you. Perhaps meet you in the city? They say it wouldn't be too much trouble to leave the machine just for one night. Surely it'll be fine. Do you like the idea of leaving the farm and your machine to see them? Or do you feel obligated? No, I can't. I have to stay in on the farm. I can't travel into the city it's it's too far it's too much there's just not time for me to take a day off the city's not far away you could get there and you haven't seen them in a long time i'm gonna need you to roll that is a one is it cross out no (sighs) but sometimes your machine can be temperamental the ai might act up on its own even if it's empty your mech is activated Describe how this subroutine causes it to act. Is it dangerous to leave alone? So that subroutine is zoom in on suspected targets. I think the suspected targets part is key in that Kumatun doesn't always know what is a target and what isn't. Kumatun makes assumptions. Mm. And for a long time, if it wasn't explicitly a mecha that was allied or it didn't have the paint and markings of an allied vehicle kuma would just assume that it's not an ally that it's a that it's a target that's Mm -hmm. an enemy and out here in the country where some people still live and there's a lot of civvy vehicles kuma could just assume something is a target and it could be dangerous your mech might get stolen if you leave If you want, you can use your payment to secure your mech. It won't count towards your loan if you do. Uh, no. A caravan of cars drive towards the border. You can't tell what the markings are on the side of them. Flip a coin. It is from your nation. It's your side. It's been so long since you've seen anyone. You used to spend every day surrounded by your fellow soldiers. Before that, by your family. You're alone now. Do you go? To the city. No. People are like machines. 
They learn habits based on what's happened before. Since you decided not to go cross out Fender's name. You can choose to cross out your subroutine that caused you to fail your payment this week. Yeah, I have to. It's cost us too many times. I climb into the cockpit and I open up like the OS and I've already deleted like the first personality trait that that Kuma ever exhibited. And this has always been my, f- this one has always been my favorite and the one that I always like thought was so funny. And I feel like this is my fault that I am, that I have to do this now because I encouraged it when it happened in the military, or at least I allowed it when it happened in the military. And I'm the one who's making Kuma act outside of his nature. So this it's entirely my fault. And I hate it as I go through the, the OS and delete the file. And now we begin week six. A bottle rattles to the floor as you wake up. There is a warmth missing from your bed. What were you dreaming about? I was dreaming about the farm, and it was a memory of me being on the farm uh, as a young kid, and it being midsummer, and the crops were taller than me, and I was going out with my cousins, uh, and we were playing hide-and-seek in the fields, and when our aunt found out, she was so mad because we weren't supposed to be running around in there. I could just like, I could feel the warmth of the sun on the top of my head, baking into my hair and the back of my neck. You get up from your bed and you look out the window. Your machine is waiting for you outside of the barn. Roll. That's a one. That is a subroutine I still have activated. Your AI doesn't seem to be learning these tasks easily. It hasn't made a helpful subroutine for a single task here on the farm. Something went wrong. Tell me what. So that zoom in on suspected targets ended up getting one of my tractors destroyed. Kuma, I I, uh, had Kuma go out to go fetch something. He got spooked by this tractor and just claw down tractor shredded smashed, wrecked the dang thing, uh, got spooked. Maybe you just need to practice more together. A truck is stuck outside of your farm. It has no markings, and the back of it is covered in tarp. Roll. That is an active subroutine. Your machines automatically turn to face them, and for a moment, the lock-on reticles flicker. Lines of code flow up the screen, checking available weapons. Your hands tighten around the controls. Describe how you dispatch the enemy combatants. They are enemy combatants. Oh, my bad. I missed that part. Yes. <laughs> they are They are enemy combatants. They are. It is supplies for the enemy. So how do you dispatch the enemy combatants? Kuma and I lock on. We use that zoom in on suspected targets. He's got the twin cannons on the back. And we fire a pair of shots that light up this truck. After lighting up this truck, you collect some of the supplies. They are yours. They belong to your side now. Well, that's one nice thing. Maybe they could, I don't know, take it out of my loan. That's not how this works. Yeah. That night, 
You watch the news. There are no reports of supplies moving across the border. Now we play the chaplain's game. All right. There are one, two, three, four heads up. Yeah. Flip. How many do you have? I have two heads up and one on each side. Okay. How did I just win that? By a lot of luck. I literally thought it was like impossible to win that. I don't know how math works. You stand vigil with your machine, eyes towards the growing smoke on the border. They could come at any time. You must be prepared. The sun sets and dark shadows cover the road. Only the light of your machine keeps you awake. You can choose to cross off one of those sub-routines if you so choose. The one that caused me to fail? Yeah. All right, so I have four out of ten. I've deleted four out of ten. And if I delete one more, it's week six. We're going into week seven. We are going into week seven. I can only miss one more payment or else I'll lose Kuma. Yeah, I have to delete it. You know, the... The, the, war's, the war's been going okay. You know, nobody's come out here. We'll be fine. And now we're 50-50. Me and Kuma are going to get better at doing both. Got to make those payments. We'll be fine. We can do it. Week seven. You are very tired There is so much to do here, but you must make your payments. Go ahead and roll. All right. Good thing I deleted that. Your machine's controls are so familiar. You're glad it's still with you. You get a payment. You are familiar with the machine, but the machine is not familiar with the farm. It seems like it rebels sometimes. Maybe it doesn't want to be with you anymore. Maybe it wishes it could be fighting again. You remember the people that have saved you, the close calls you've had together, to be so close to death that you could not deny that you were alive. Do you wish you were fighting again? No, this is weirdly, this is harder than fighting. I was always good at fighting and I'm apparently very bad at farming, but all I want at this point is, I don't know, even as I say that, I feel like maybe it's a lie. Because I was good at I was good at fighting, and fighting was easy. It came normally to me, and I was successful. And here, everything seems so hard and confusing, and I'm by I'm all by myself. So I wish I could I I think I wish I could say I didn't wish I was fighting, but I do. It was easier when I was in the army, and not like easier like in the sense of like I want things to be easy. I just want to be able to do things. You know, there's a difference between something being easy and something being impossible. And right now, the farm just feels impossible. Kumas pauses. Go ahead and roll. That's five. That is a deleted subroutine. You're not sure why they pause? The AI is not frozen, but it repeatedly runs through a loop of programs. It would occasionally do this after dangerous combat. You assumed it was doing a systems check. It reboots. I'm terribly worried that I messed something up fiddling with Kuma's programming. So it's a weird thing to do after everything's been going fine, and I've been deleting a bunch of stuff, and I hope I didn't delete anything important. You wonder if she does this for you, to try and help you somehow. You can't be sure. 
An explosion snaps you from your thoughts, and you and your machine turn around, aiming your weapon at the sound. Roll. That is a two. That is a uh, deactivated subroutine. You and your machine are used to ambushes, but you are not prepared. It was only an old car backfiring as it struggles down the road. The person inside waves. Your mech disengages. Put a heads up on the table. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Even though I missed that? You exhale and take the machine back to the barn. Week 8. You are shaken from sleep by the sound of glass breaking. Flip a coin. Do not look at it. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. You run to the window. The sun hasn't risen yet. You see shadows moving into your barn. You take your gun off the wall. Roll. That was a seven. That is an active subroutine. That's my automatic double tap. So whoever's busting into my barn, probably going to have a bad time, I think. You carefully creep into the darkness. You don't think they've seen you. You lift your gun to your shoulder and you look down the sights. You feel your heart pounding. You fire. The shadows see you now and they run away. You can see that they are in uniforms. It was your army. Your side was trying to rob you. Yeah, what the fuck? You rush into the barn. Your rifle still in your hand. You turn on the lights. Your machine is active. There is blood near its foot. Do you fire? No, I think I would yell out into the barn and be like, y'all better get the fuck off my farm. Y'all better get the fuck off my property. And if I see y'all around here again... I'm going to blow your goddamn ass off. If the soldiers were trying to steal something from your machine, there must be something going on. Play the chaplain's game. Probably a bunch of dumbass, scared-ass kids fucking around. Better not have been on company orders. All right, let's see. I have one, two, three. I have four heads up. Shit, I know this is going to be the one that I fuck up. I have one heads. Yo! Did you do it again? I did do it again. Holy shit. I should have been deleting more subroutines. This is going... Combat's going very well. (laughs) Or rather, my luck is holding up. They are coming to your farm now. Into your barn. This war will not leave you. Another week... The soil doesn't care if you're tired. It feeds only the hands that work it. Roll. As a three, that is a deleted subroutine. You can make a payment this week. Uh, Yeah, all right. Okay, all right. Here we go. We're hitting our groove. We are hitting our groove. You focus on your work. You do not need to be defined by the war. But it will not leave you. Every time you think you're done with it, something else reminds you. What will it take for you to have peace? I don't know if this is true, but I have gotten it in my head that if I can get one year on the farm, if I if I can make it through one year, get one good crop, I'll I'll be happy. I'll be able to be like, okay, this is my life now. I can do this because I did it once, and if I can do it once, I can do it again. So if I can just get one good year, I'm convinced that's it. I my whole life is going to this is a new chapter in my life. This is me now.
Week 9. You are awake before the sun rises. You watch it break over the horizon and sweep over the hills, your crops and your barn. The door is open and your machine is looking out into the light. You will not stop. Roll. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We're going to get this. We're going to get this last payment. Go and get this last payment. I, I didn't get this last payment. Um, that is an active subroutine. You will see the end of this war, one way or another. But something went wrong this week. What went wrong? I was overworking Kuma. I don't know what energy source Kuma uses. I am imagining like a big, you know, those wireless chargers for phones. Mm-hmm. I kind of think that's what like Kuma sleeps on oh, okay. to recharge. Um, a giant one of those. And uh, I think I was just overworking Kuma. I forgot, like, I wasn't putting Kuma on, making sure Kuma was sleeping in the right spot. He just um, falls asleep, just goes into rest mode. And I think uh, I think I had Kuma, like, doing, like, I assigned Kuma to, like, go do something. Mm-hmm. And I went to go do something else. And so for, like, four hours, I didn't realize Kuma was just sleeping and not getting any work done. And I was so mad at first. First, I was mad at Kuma, and I, like, climbed in and was, like, trying to figure out why the hell Kuma got shut off. Um, I think, honestly, at first I was afraid somebody had, like, broken Mm -hmm. him or tampered with him or something. And then, like, I looked at the last charge date and was like, oh, my, this is is my friggin' fault. And just, I was so mad at myself. You will see the end of this war. You can choose to cross that out if you want. Uh, No. I do not want to go. We've been having luck with combat, but we're 50-50 right now. I just think that's that's the best that's the best way to go. There is smoke on the horizon, always. You see trucks pass, but you don't bother looking at the markings. Go ahead and flip a coin. It's heads. Those trucks are from your nation. You sit at the workbench beside your machine. You remember when you would hear the artil- artillery in the distance, and you were so afraid. The chaplain would put their hands on your shoulder and say his prayers, but the words never helped. The game did, though. It was never wrong. It predicted every week that they would come, and they did come. They came every week. Play the chaplain's game. Okay, this feels impossible. There's no way I'm going to get through this. I had three heads up. I need to flip three. Oh, okay, no, wait, hold on. If I can get three from tails to heads... Then I'll be fine. I just opened my eyes and looked at Diana, and she's smiling in a way that makes me very worried. One on one side, and one on the other. Am I am I supposed to be? Is I, that mathematically probable? I mean, probability, probably not. I mean, possible, yes. Right, like you have a fifty-fifty yeah. chance with every single coin. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. And cool. these are U.S. standard nickels, so like. <laughs> <laughs> not trick nickels <laughs> not truck nickels trickles <laughs> it was funny they told you that the rules were different on the front than when you played back home there if you put the same number of heads up coins in each pile it meant the enemy would attack you but here in peacetime if you got the same number of heads in each pile that meant you were safe the chaplain's game is always right play the chaplain's game but keep your eyes open Play it again until you understand. Keep my eyes open while I play the chaplain's game. 
Does it have rules for what happens if I nope. get into combat? No, the next week starts, so I don't even know that you necessarily need to do it. Well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to look at it because I am very curious as to what it actually looks like because I haven't actually seen myself play the chaplain's game. I'm at a point where I have so few heads that... So I only have two heads-up coins, right? Mm-hmm. So it's most likely that I'll be fine, right? Because I'm I'm putting all of them in one corner. Mm, it's most as likely as, it's most likely that you wouldn't be fine because oh, you have yeah, so many right. that you can flip over and make it uneven. No, because right now I have one, two, three, four, five, six tails, two heads. If I pick two at random, then the most likely option is that I'm going to get two heads on each side. Yeah. I think I've just been, like, insanely lucky. I think that might be true. Week 10. The loan officer will come this week. How many payments have you made so far? Jesus, three. You wonder how much of your AI is left. Roll. Part of me wants to just lie. But I don't know how this game goes, so I got a 10, which is an active system. What's changed about you? Since I came to the farm, what's changed about me is that I'm more desperate than I think I've ever been. Like, in the heat of battle, in the heat of a firefight, I would feel determined and terrified. Um, But I don't think ever desperate. I feel like I'm at a point right now where I would do anything. A person in uniform knocks on your door. You must pay your debt. What if the machine never learns again? Roll. Can you forget? I will shoot this man before I give up Kuma. That is a zero. That is an active system. Can you forget? No. They have papers. And a large truck is parked out front. Is it just lines of code? Is it something more? Can a machine truly have personality, or are you just imagining it? Roll. Jesus. That is a seven. That is an active system. Who do you miss? I miss my aunt. I know I've gone back to her a few times, but I miss my aunt. I miss my cousin. My cousin who died in the war. They should be the one on the farm. They should be the ones that got their mom's farm and i mean honestly my aunt should still be here there are cables and straps there are men in uniforms you cannot make these payments the military is reclaiming your mech you look back at the barn there are no more payments to make you look at the border is there smoke rising flip a coin and place it on the table There's smoke rising in the distance. It's covering the horizon as they take Kuma and put him on the truck. And I'm not going to say what I do because I don't think the game is giving me... I don't think the game gives me that opportunity and I think it's right to do so. I will say that I was not exaggerating when I said I was desperate and that I would shoot someone for... Kuma. So I'm not sure what Mihai does as they strap Kuma 
or, or lead Kuma to the truck. But I think as we end, Mahai's looking to the horizon and Kuma's being led and there's just smoke billowing up. And that is Mechs into Plowshares. That is Mechs into Plowshares. Wow. Oh, boy. How are you feeling? That was a lot. Yeah. So you guys come to Heart Points for the feel-good story, for those (laughs) real feel-good stories, huh? All those fun stories about uh, gnolls and kissing (laughs) and, you know, beating up Santa Claus and, uh, and and, and, you know... Feel good. I'm so upset. I just wanted Mihai to do... I just wanted Mihai to make it. You could have died back in, like, week three. (sighs) We were doing so well. I was one payment away. Yeah. Fuck the government. Yep. Bullshit. A losing government. Pissed. A losing government. That was a gorgeous story, though. I love that. That was a very pretty story. And what I like... What I'm a little bit surprised is a lot. Sometimes I feel like when you get a game that is sort of scripted and, and guided mm-hmm. like this, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel. It feels like there's not much replayability. Right. I, I could play this again right now. Oh, 100. And tell a totally different story. I yeah. feel like. So, uh, yeah, this is this was wonderful. I bet you could make this game a little goofy. It'd be goofy sad. No, you can't. No, I think so. Uh, no. I think if you infuse some humor humor into it. I don't think I don't think those prompts. For sure not. Okay. I I mean, I guess you could. You could make anything goofy, but it's not going to be as... It's going to change the value. That's possible. I don't think that the value of this game is... No, I definitely don't think that this is a comedy game. But I think you could throw in some funny scenes. Some humorous scenes. Nothing is all bad. Ever. Nothing is all bad. Sometimes stories are just sad. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. They're allowed to be sad. I'm just saying. Like, for replayability and on a different end, I think you could. No. He's giving me a very exasperated I've, I've, face. I'm, I'm very annoyed. <laughs> that is the face that you're making. That makes sense. People make things for certain tones. I agree. I just, you can't just, no. <laughs> I've um, made him angry. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to. This is the, it's the same as when I would always tell my students, like, the difference between fun and, and entertainment. Yeah. Right? In a socially important, in a game made for social value, trying to get across a certain tone. You know, if we're playing dogs in the vineyard, I don't, I, why would you make that game comedy? I'm not saying to make this a comedy. I'm saying you can infuse a funny scene or so. Oh, I mean, you did. Right. You did. With the wet dog shaking. Oh, yeah. Okay. You did. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So now that we've made all of our listeners feel like the kids at the dinner table while mom and dad are fighting... Thank you all so much for joining us this week. Yeah, thanks. Zach B will decide how much of all that to cut. <laughs> thank you all so much for joining us. This has been Mechs into Plowshares by Frisco Cruz. You can find Frisco Cruz on Twitter at Frisco Cruz and on itch at anomalousentertainment.itch.io. And that is it for this week. Ah! Oh! 
Thank you so much for joining us. We really, really hope that you liked this episode. I know it was a bit of a downer, but I think God. you will enjoy it. I need to decompress for sure. The beautiful and sad. And you are right at the start. A, pr- a, a funny game. It Shit. Okay. I know this isn't Fairy's Bellows, <laughs> but I just keep thinking about like, you are right at the start. There was just so much possibility mm-hmm. and it was like so much focused on like these quirks and these personality quirks that I made like so cute. Mm-hmm. And then you slowly killed your machine. Yeah, that's probably why it got so dark because I started off too happy. No, I think that's just the way you play the game. It was very good. It was really good. But something else that's really good is Zach B. He's not a thing. <laughs> He's a person now. And he does a very good job of making this podcast listenable if you didn't hear our dog being really gross or me like choking on water or anything then you can thank zach b for that he does a very nice job we also want to thank in love with a ghost for the use of their song chilling at nemo's place off of the album healing you can find in love with a ghost at in love with a ghost.bandcamp.com it's just feel good music it's very good i think i've like billed it as very good fall music i would say it's very good summer music and even though Wait, Diane, when does summer start? Summer starts at the end of June, my love. Okay, so summer will be starting when this episode comes out. Yeah. So check out In Love with a Ghost. Just just so good. Please make sure that you rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. I can't stress enough that you need to do this. No, I'm kidding. This is going to be your new personality. It's <laughs> just this like really your aggressive. New, like, your new, your new uh, yeah. No, you don't have to be that aggressive, but it does help other people find us and it does help spread the word about us and it does give me a warm, fuzzy feeling on the inside when I see those five stars or when I see a review. So, you know, give me some warm fuzzies this summer. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts and make sure to share us with everyone you know. Please. As you are listening to my voice right now, take your phone out of your pocket, open up Twitter, and say, Hey, I enjoyed this episode of Heart Points. It was strangely sad. (laughs) Um, You don't have to say exactly that, but something like that. And you can tag us, and then you can hit send, and it'll go out into the Twitter sphere, and maybe people will like it. If you could just take one second and tell people why you enjoyed the show uh tell us why you enjoyed the show hell i want to hear um or uh you know what you think of uh this game this beautiful wonderful game uh we would love to hear about it so listen to my voice tweet about heart points (laughs) look deeply into this watch that i'm dangling in front of you like hip like hypnosis which isn't I don't, I don't get it. Okay. Anyway, thank you to, we want to give out a very special thank you to our patrons for letting us keep making this goofy nonsense that we make. And it's really sad and it's really goofy and we really appreciate it. If you want to become a patron, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash heart points pod. If you become a patron, you help us out and help us, you know, better our equipment, make you know, better stuff, cooler things, while you get, like, I don't know, access to our patron-only Discord, uh, a monthly campfire pod. Like, I actually try to respond to that Discord. I'm terrible at Twitter, but I do try to join in on some of those conversations. So you might actually get to talk to me. No one else does. So that would be great. (laughs) Every dollar or thought 
or tweet or whatever that you guys send out really helps us. So thank you so much. Yes. Uh, Again, we want to reiterate, you know, if you haven't thought about backing the Patreon, even a little bit makes a huge difference in our lives as we are looking to try to upgrade equipment, uh, as we're trying, uh, looking into getting a website off the ground, um, even just a dollar a month, uh, like that's one quarter an episode when we are doing weekly episodes, uh, means so much to us and makes such a huge difference in our lives and our ability to keep doing the podcast. One of the reasons why I was able to, uh, I was recently able to buy a couple games in hopes of being able to run them for heart points, such as Frisco Cruises, Max into Plowshares, is because we have um, some funds coming in through the Patreon that I can justify to my lovely wife uh, <laughs> why I'm spending money on more games. So the the fact that we were able to play a this beautiful weird indie game um, is directly because of y'all's support as patrons. So thank you, thank you so much. And this week we want to give a very special, specific thank you to the patron of our hearts, Sid Helgestead. Thank you, Sid, for your support and patronage. It means the world to us. Thank you. And I know, Sid, you tweet to us all the time, and it is so, so appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We love hearing from you, and we love hearing from all of you. Yeah. Thank you all again for joining us for this melancholy finale to Mechs and Plowshares. We hope as you return back to the real world that you continue or begin to have a very nice day. But like a really, really nice one. Bye.